May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in Yehovah's sight. He is our strength and our redeemer, and it is in his name, which is his authority, that we pray, praise, proclaim, project, and protect today's message. Aman. Hello everybody, I am Pastor Kofi, Pastor Servant of Christ, where we are always changing lives one mind at a time, but being the voice of the voices and speaking the unspoken. We appreciate you all. Thank you for being on and joining us on Shabbat, on this Shabbat. If you use Saturday, as many of us have to, use Saturday as our Shabbat. So we say Shabbat Shalom to thee. Thank you so much. Um, a whole plethora of things that we're doing. Uh, we'll just go ahead and shorten it since today we have a shorter amount of time. Uh, March 13th, don't forget that it's going to be when we start to remove the leaven from our homes. So if you can start getting yourselves ready for that and be ready to move accordingly. Uh, by the way, thank you everybody uh, for joining us in prayer and worship last night. We finished our intermittent fast throughout the week. And so now we've gotten back to a place of, uh, praise Yah, we've gotten to a place of... Um, of, uh, you know, uh, fasting and doing things. We're going to be basically doing some intermittent fasting, um, you know, or at least removing the leaven from our home together. So that in and of itself is going to be something that's going to take us down the journey. And uh, March 13th will be coming up. Before you know it, it's already March the 2nd. Right. And hopefully you guys have been making your goals and dreams and visions and everything, writing them down, having them in the correct context and place to be able to get to March. Um, what is it? Uh, or well, I'm sorry to get to the end of March. Right. That's your first quarter of the year, so to speak. So um, I believe it's actually exactly. Well, no, no, no. It would normally be exactly 90 days, but it's going to be 91 days when you hit March 30th. That'll be 90 days uh, because you got the. January 31st, and you got February 29th, that's 60, and then March 30th, that's 90. So when we hit March 31st, we're actually already into the second quarter of the year. So hopefully you've been adjusting. And if you remember from those who've been on the podcast with Elder Alma and all that stuff, when she was on with us in the first month and giving us some great uh, details, but hopefully you've been doing well with that. But yeah, so we got March 13th coming up pretty soon. Don't forget today as well. We put it on all the platforms just about. I think the only place I didn't put it is on X. So pretty much any social media platform that we have, at least any that I can remember us having, um, it should be on there already. Uh, Playing as day, you should be able to see um, the Clapper app, the, uh, the link, uh, the invite for it. I did have um, one person who was saying that they're uh, they're having issues with trying to get on. Oh, the only place you haven't seen it yet is the Google Calendar invite. That will be um, on very soon. So everybody should have um, access to the same thing. The only thing that um, I ha- I'm not sure the um uh, the only thing that I'm not sure of is that we did have one um, family tell me that they're having an issue with creating um, creating a. Uh, you know, uh, an account, I guess, for Clapper. Um, so I may try to have something as a backup, but it will be a backup. We will be using Clapper. That will be our main source of what we're using to make sure that we do our watch party. But I will try to see, if possible, if there's some kind of other backup. So you guys will see. So if you see something on TikTok or something like that, that's the backup. But once again, I'm using Clapper as a regular one. So TikTok, if they try to cancel it or whatever, they say it's too much violence or something like that, um, or somebody comes on and you know, we have haters before that have come on and just have lied and said that we're doing things that aren't even being done. If those things happen, the Clapper is where we're going to be. So prayerfully, yeah, the Clapper app downloaded. We're doing that so that we don't have to keep having TikTok channels canceled for a week 
right? Uh, or something like that. Um, can't really do it on Facebook. Facebook doesn't really allow it, and you get in trouble pretty quickly. So um, we've had problems with in the past, and we don't want to be on Facebook jail. So Clapper seems to be our best uh, reality for that. So if you want to join us for the watch party, please, man, please, sir, download the Clapper app. I think we put it on WhatsApp, all the TikTok channels. I put it on YouTube twice. We put it on the YouTube post. We also put it on, I made a YouTube video for it. It's on IG. Uh, it's on multiple Facebook platforms. Um, the link um, is not on X as of yet. And I will make sure that it's going to be on the Google Calendar invite. So please, man, please, sir, be ready for that. Outside of what we already do with our Shabbat school for the children uh, and our um, uh, Shabbat school for the children and our, um, obviously, the podcast. It'll be at 10 a.m. Eastern New York time right after this. All right. And then, brothers, don't forget, 7 p.m. Eastern New York time, we will be um, meeting up as well on Zoom. And there'll be Q&A just for the brothers. And if you have suggestions for us having a physical location to meet up in November, uh, we'd love to be able to hear your suggestions. Other than that, I guess I'll just make a decision. <laughs> All right. Okay. Amen. We're going to just use Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six as our focal scripture again. So if you'd like to be able to turn there, if you already have it, um, you know, memorized, if you'd like to stand to your feet for the reading of Yehovah's word, um, once again, we're going to go to Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six and get into the series again, continue the series called reverse mythology. And um, while you guys are turning there, um, let me go ahead and say hello to everybody real quick. How you doing, Prince? How you doing, uh, Minister Stephen? How you doing, uh, Sister Joy? Come on. Amen. No problem. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And hopefully we'll, uh, he already sent me some stuff we might be utilizing to be able to try and help people in the prison ministry stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. Some of you didn't get it. And I'll make sure everybody who wants to be part of the prison ministry stuff, you'll get the date and time for our next meeting. It will be next Saturday. I think it's going to be... See us doing these watch parties. I got to be careful with time and stuff. I believe it's going to be around 2.30 p.m. Eastern New York time. Um, so those across the pond, UK, those of you who are helping out in the United States of America, I believe we're going to be meeting at 2.30 p.m. Eastern New York time for prison ministry stuff. So if you want to go ahead and participate, but we'll make sure that we send the invite out to everybody if you didn't get one already. Okay. Um, but how you doing? Also, let me, let me say hello to everybody else. How you doing? Queen Christine. Bokweed, Brian, Mary, Sister Monica, Eddie, Hood, uh, Makia, Fair Use. Hello, I feel like it's been a long time. Um, hopefully you've been doing well. How you doing? Um, hola, Mira uh, Manasheri. Um, uh, starts with SJ, Linda, everybody appreciate you. Money Green, Brother Craig. Everybody, come on in, come on in, come on in. And once again, if you can, please, man, please, sir, download the Clapper app. We put the stuff on there. You can find us on there at Kofi underscore 40, K-O-F-I underscore O-F-O-R-I. We'll start our watch party at um, at 12, uh, at, I'm sorry, at 2, 2.30. No, ah, I had it right. At 12.30 p.m. Eastern New York time, we'll start the watch party. 12.30 p.m. Eastern New York time on, um, on the Clapper app. All right, how you doing, W-I-T? Everybody, lie there. Everybody, appreciate you. How you doing, Sister Shima? Once again, we're going to recite Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. How you doing, Coffee? How you doing, uh, Prophet Yomi, Apostle Yomi? I'm on. Um, I was asking, too, if you don't mind, sir, uh, I, if you can, please put your, if you if you don't mind, for the YouTube channel, put the link there. It's actually easier for me to share it, and um, it's probably going to be easier just in the long run, just kind of giving you a little bit of the game, to be honest with you, just... To, it's actually probably easier to put it out there. I know you put at the, uh, but if you can, if you can put the link there on YouTube, and then that way we can help to promote it a little better. That's what I was asking. If you saw my message on Facebook, don't know if you saw it or not. How you, um, how you doing, Sister Helen? 
All right, here we are. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. And Shabbat Shalom to everybody coming on. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. All right, once you have it, say amen. Say, I got it. Say, I'm with you. How you doing, Sister Renee? Thank you for your help. Last couple of days, especially with these uh, appointments and stuff, they have been a blessing. And you reminded me it's been a blessing. Thank you so much for what you do. And we're almost at a level where we can start doing the uh, stuff we discussed. Uh, well, we discussed a lot of things, but I'll, I'll let you know offline because I don't know if you want everybody to know about it. Um, but thank you again. We appreciate you. Thank you um, to my wife who's putting the stuff on WhatsApp again for the uh, for the for the Clapper app for the watch for the watch party later. And everybody will get a Google Calendar invite for it as well. At least if we have your information, everybody should get one later. How you doing, Sister Barbara? Alrighty, alrighty. So here we go. Um, Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. If you haven't said amen, say, I got it, say, I'm with you, listening, whatever the case might be. And if you're able to reverence the word of Yahweh in any kind of way, including if you are able to stand, we ask that you join us in doing so. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. All right, I see some amens with you. Got it. All right. So here we go. Uh, we'll put our right hand in the air, say our Bible pledge. Just repeat after me. This is my Bible. This is my sword. And this will I trust, for Yehoshaphat is Lord. No sort of God shall ever be heard, for this is my Bible, and this is Yah's word. Atsham Yehoshaphat, Aman, or in Yehoshaphat's name, Amen. Alrighty, Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in Yehoshaphat with all thine heart, with all thine love, with all thine passion, and lean not to thine own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, Yah, and he shall and he will direct your paths. We've just recited Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. May Yahweh have a blessing to the readers, hearers, and especially the doers of what he has already written before the foundations of this planet. Um, you may be seated in the presence of Yah or go back to what you were doing. Thank you for reverencing the word with us together. Um, how you doing, Brother Richard? How you doing, Big Brother Thomas? Today, in this reverse mythology, we, we don't have as much time because we're going to get ready to go into the podcast. Um, but today, when we talk about reverse mythology, today we want to talk about Lent or what's also really known as Lupercalia. Lent, or what many people know as Lupercalia. Not Lent, like you have on your outfit, right? But Lent, as far as the 40 days prior to Ishtar, or Easter, and the mythology behind it. So this gets into a place of mixing iron with clay. Also, though, this is very going to be very interesting because this also involves many different spiritual things taking places, not just only in Europe or in Roman, the Roman Catholic Church or the Rom or Romantic Universal Circus or uh, I'm talking about Greco-Roman or Babylon only a thing. But this is also something that has a little bit to do with different places that has gone. So if you're African, you have different African spirits of, of um, heathen um, spirits that are brought into it, it, right? If you're dealing on in South America, North America, you're dealing with American heathen spirits. Yes, there is a such thing. I know we only do, we just go, if it's native, everything is fine, right? But that's not the case, right? Um, there are, there, you, right? Not all skin folk is kin folk, not everybody who looks like us, not everybody who is of us DNA wise, blood type wise, is doing the righteous thing. And so we have to recognize that there's going to be a lot of mixing and matching of different cultures that the Most High is not pleased with either. And we have to be careful. That's why we always try to discuss this as a spirit 
right? This is not as simple as always what we tend to do because of what the world has presented to us through chattel slavery and other vehicles. We have this weird uh, philosophy and, and, and psychology and even theology that if we're not careful, yes, we don't believe in such thing as reverse racism, but we can become, in fact, reverse racism. How you doing, babe? Or, well, not re reverse racism, but we can reverse, uh, or not reverse them, but we can have a reverse mind that causes us to believe that because somebody looks like us and because somebody is closer to us in values it means that everything that they value is a value of the most high and once again thank you babe for being on love you very much please check out my wife as always the honorable ama on tiktok youtube her website and pinterest at bloom and flourish not a and d the letter n bloom and flourish she is a healer herbalist chemist and biologist biologist by the green by the way pray for us we'll be on the road uh, uh, today um, later today, yes, I know. Even doing Shabbat, um, we will. We got to take care of some things, so we will be on the road. So pray for us. Um, we look at um, even though you know technically our Shabbat is yesterday, but nevertheless, right? We will be on the road. If you don't mind praying for us, if that doesn't make us look <laughs> bad in your eyes, um, pray for us. We um, you know won't be going too far, but uh, you know we'll be having to spend the night over somewhere else and then travel back tomorrow. Um, you know, so hopefully our Q and A will be somewhat long but we might have to cut it a little shorter than we normally go on sundays um, to ensure that we can make it back in this area on time by um you know by late sunday if not early monday um so thank you guys for doing that we appreciate you doing that in advance how you doing apostle jabril so once again today we're going to talk about the myth of lint or what is known as lupercalia and that means that we're also going to have to discuss some things that that go in certain places. So, so first of all, um, Lent in and of itself is something that we'll start there with that term. People are usually familiar with the term Lent, right? Lent is what churches and the Roman Catholic Church, especially, but many churches, believe it or not, um, no matter what your belief system is, there are Baptists who follow after Lent, right? There's Methodists who follow after Lent, right? No matter where you come from, um, no matter what your theology is, there's somebody who more than likely does Lent. Now, Lent is if you take it as it being innocent or if you just are ignorant and therefore innocently are following it. This is what Lent probably means to you or something along these lines. And uh, how you doing, Erna? Lent and how you doing, Brother Kayvon? Um, Lent basically goes like this. You believe that 40 days before Easter, you are supposed to give up something. Um, at least now it's just become at least one thing, right? Um, so something that you know, you, it will bring you closer to the most high. Maybe it makes you healthier. Maybe you give up sweets. Uh, maybe you give up cursing. Maybe you give up certain, um, uh, yeah, like we said, Roman Catholic values and many other people besides Roman Catholics do so. Because once again, remember, Protestantism basically is, is Roman Catholic light. Right. King Henry VIII is the first pope of Protestantism. And then you go from there. Right. They came out of the Roman Catholic Church. So, yeah. Well, amen. Right. So. So. So like we said. So like we said, going here, when you talk about Lent, Lent, most people believe that Lent simply means, hey, 40 days before Easter, we just give up something that that we think will make us better to give up. It's a way of fasting. It's a way of making us more pious. And then once we get to Easter, then we'll be better and we'll be in and, and Easter itself will be more suitable. And maybe you'll even keep up what it is that you left uh, because by 40 days, it should become a habit. Right. For most people, they tell you that a month or a. Uh, or uh, 28 days or so is a habit, right? And I apologize if you're on TikTok, you're going to disappear for just a second. 
I apologize. I just realized. Oh, no, they were fine. I didn't even have to do all that. My bad. <laughs> I didn't have to do all that. I apologize, TikTok family. I didn't think I had you on the right signal to make sure that we don't get cut off. And I actually did. Sorry about that. So, for most people, this is what Lent is to them. Right? For most people, Lent is as simple as we're giving up something to make sure that we become closer to God. Right? That's what most people would think with Lent. The problem with this is, is that this is actually very wrong. It's very off. Because Lent comes from something called Lupercalia. Now, if you do your research on Lupercalia, Luper is talking about wolf. Right? So you're basically having a celebration of the wolf. Um, and Lupercalia is a season in which, right, remember a lot of people, especially because they're very romantic in values, and Roman people believe that Romulus and Ramus, right, and one of them would off the other one, right, so Ramus would off, Rom or no, 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 Romulus would off Ramus, right? <laughs> and so since and Romulus, where you get Rome, the title Rome from, right, and Romulus would get rid of Ramus. And so since Romulus supposedly came from this wolf-like spirit and was raised by wolves or basically was uh, a world was either born of wolves or basically was taken in and adopted into a wolf pack and that's why romans supposedly have this superiority and they're like wolves and eventually people will try to liken that to alpha you know alpha wolves and stuff remember that's not a roman thing when romans said you were an alpha they were actually talking about females they were talking about hens hens in pecking order and the one that had the biggest pecking order was the highest up in the hens then they were in fact supposed to be the alpha chicken or the alpha hen <laughs> right the rooster was just one rooster but the the female that was the best she was the alpha so it's so but but you know it's this is where people kind of get this stuff from that you hear uh especially without research things of that nature so lent it's something that you have a lot of people telling you about. How you doing, Brother Charlie? And, and so Lent is this thing where a lot of people are, are swearing up and down that this is something that's bringing you close to the most high. But it actually comes from something called Lupercalia, where they worship the wolf. And in this time frame, they thought that they should be like wolves, including even in their uh, sexual pr promiscuity and activities and how they operated in their families. Right. And how you doing, Minister Jenny? Um, how you doing, Elwin? So a lot of people believed that you this is what you were supposed to do, right? You were supposed to act like these wolves. So when you acted like these wolves, well, what did they say? This isn't even true, right? Because now we actually have people who have researched and studied and aren't, are not just using myths even about animals to be able to say who they are. But what did they believe at the time because of the myth that Romulus and Ramus came from these wolves and therefore it was okay for Romulus to, to off his own brother and then be able to go and set it up to where a bunch of men were around and then they didn't care about women and they would go and they would take over other people to be able to take your women away so that they would have some kind of families. If you don't believe that so, look at how even the, um, what do we, we, uh, what do we call it? The, uh, the, the, The Phoenician, uh, the Phoenician Wars, or the Punic War, excuse me. They called it Punic because they didn't take time to even learn the language to be able to call it Phoenic or va really Vanic, Vanician, but you know, whatever. But the Phoenician or the Punic Wars, the Punic Wars, the Punic Wars, the Phoenician Wars, the Vanak Wars. Um, and that actually is a reason why it started, was because there were a group of men, there were a group of um, mercenaries. The mercenaries basically lost their gig. They went into somebody's territory 
they went into somebody's territory and the people allowed them in saying, hey, don't cause trouble because we know what y'all do. Those mercenaries go into their city. They actually off the husbands, right? And then they take the wives and the children for their own, right? And then Rome eventually tries to defend them against the Carthaginians. And the Carthaginians are trying to say, no, we'll handle it ourselves or we'll take care of it. And that's how you start the Phoenician Wars. It's a very, it's a very um, Greco-Roman tale, it's a very known belief, right? Many legions would leave for years, sometimes 10, 15 years on a campaign, right? Sometimes three, four years, but they would leave for years, leave their families, leave their wives and stuff, right? And as they went out, one of the things that you did was you allowed them to ransack places and take things. And also you were, they were allowed to take the women and sometimes even start other families that they wouldn't take care of, obviously, because at some point they were going to go back. As much as we talk about it being a very black or, or African thing or African-American thing or, or whatever, an Israelite thing, even a curse that we have, we don't talk about the fact that this is something that's very Eurocentric. Right. There's very there's a lot of historical precedents and things that they did out of their culture that would allow for that. Look at how the Spartans are even raised, things of like that. Right. So, yeah. So these spoils of war, they cause other problems. How you doing, Minister Murrell? Hopefully you're feeling better. So in all these things that are going on. Excuse me. So in all these things, other things that are going on, we have um, Lupercalia that kind of is developed. And it's something that a lot of different um, heathen, I say heathen because I don't want you to just think only pagan because pagan is a group of individuals, right? Pagan is a, is a spiritual belief. We think we just go like, oh, well, if you don't believe in the Bible, you're pagan. No, not every non-believer is pagan, right? <laughs> right? You can have a pagan, you can have a Gentile, you can have Jews who are types of pagans, right? You can have certain different types of, of um, hives or, or um, covens. Right. There's a lot of different um, groups that you, you might call heathen, but heathen is not right. So don't you think that everybody that's pagan is an non Pagan is a group of people, just like Jins or Gentiles even are a group of people. Right. Just like Samaritans are a group of people, which by the way, people, which, by the way, some of those some of those persons within those people are, are, are Samaritans because they're mixed with Israel. Right. So even with that, there's more <laughs> there's more to it than just. Everybody who's a non-believer is pagan. That's not exactly how it works. That's why we said in this, we even have to set this up to see how other cultures that might that you might accept more of what they do are still doing some of these things that the most high would look at and say, no. Right? You said as a former Catholic, they preach you can do whatever you want, just confess to the priest. Yeah, I mean it's right. So so a lot of this stuff is there. Yeah, very true. So you go to Lupercalia. Lupercalia goes like this. Basically, they believe that since they were going to be like wolves and they believe that wolves had this voracious and ferocious appetite, especially for sex, because they just saw that wolves would have pups and they feel, felt like wolves had pups in the spring, pretty much. Or at least they, right, they, so therefore the wolves must be having relations with each other. So therefore they said, we'll do what the wolves do. And so many different peoples, many different persons, many different groups, many different sects, S-E-C-T-S, -E right? They went out and they started doing the same thing. So they would have basically huge, forgive my language, but they would have huge orgies. And uh, and, they, and everybody would have a period of time where you could go to whomever. It didn't matter if you were married to them or not. Not saying everybody participated, but it was something that was um, common enough that you would look the other way if you saw it. Not a big deal. How you doing, Sister Beverly? Right? Matter of fact, this is something that actually creeps into some of the stuff, even with your Christmas celebrations, believe it or not. This same spirit where you'll talk about the 12 days of Christmas. Right? And a lot of people don't recognize. 
You know, so you'll, you'll hear stuff like the 12 days of Christmas, right? And the 12 days of Christmas, a lot of people don't know that the reason why the 12 days of Christmas was actually a thing. Um, they changed it up because of Christmas carols, of course. Now we get it. We get a manicured version of the stuff. But during those 12 days before Christmas, the low class were supposed to switch places with the high class. Right. This includes not only in um, title, but also in deed and places to stay and places to live. Now, this never really 100 percent worked out. But if you were a big believer in this, then you would go out, you, you know, do it to the best of your belief. Um, so and this is something that comes even from um, Saturnalia, stuff like that as well. They did the same stuff um, that we have this written and documented by their by the hands of their historians and by the hands of their rulers. So we're not just making this stuff up. But if we want to focus more on Lupercalia and not as much Saturnalia, well, Lupercalia, basically, during this time, you switch stuff. But like I was saying, going into your Christmas stuff, 12 days of Christmas. Thank you, Holy Spirit. 12 days of Christmas, you have this thing that's going on. We're doing the 12 days of Christmas. You switch places. So there are there are plenty of uh, documented uh, sources that we have in Europe that say that during the 12 days of Christmas, you would actually have priests that would go to the streets and become prostitutes. And you would have prostitutes that would actually leave the streets and become priests because they're considered to be the least and the, in the, in the, right? the, the, the prostitute is the least, the priest is the greatest. And so you'd switch places. And for 12 days, that's what would happen. So if you went to make your, well, depending on where you were on the planet, right? Because not everybody was a Roman Catholic, but let's say you were going to make your confession. You might make your confession and see that there's, or not even see, but, you know, find out that there's a prostitute on the other end, right? And you might go out to the street and realize that somebody who's a priest is now out there acting a fool, wearing whatever they're wearing. I don't know what they wore back then, if it was just stockings or fishnets or whatever they do. I don't know what they're wearing, but, you know, that, that you would see that there right how you doing granny and x so they would switch places for those 12 days matter of fact what you call christmas carols now there was a time to where they didn't sing the like the nice little stuff that y'all sing you know on the 12th day of christmas your true love gave to you a partridge in the pear tree right you know five golden rings what is it i forgot five golden rings four calling birds for three french French hens, two turtle doves, and a partridge in the pear tree, all that stuff. They didn't sing stuff like that. They Actually, during the 12 days, you would have men that would walk around, just like Romans would, when you would have um, them do a, uh, a, tr uh, a triumph, right? And they would have a parade. You would have guys that would walk around in the same kind of formation and stuff, and they would sing these songs that you now call carols, and they would actually sing threats. Right. And it would be leading up to the 12 days of Christmas and during the 12 days of Christmas that they felt there were people that weren't doing what they were supposed to do. And they would basically be songs where they would threaten people's lives and say what they'll do to their families and stuff if they don't participate, because this was the only time of year to where they could actually feel like they were somebody they were going to reverse roles. Right. So all this stuff spiritually, there's a lot of stuff that goes on. When we're not aware of this and we don't recognize it and even see how it's it's. Still doing this. Matter of fact, during Christmas time, that's why movies like Scrooge and stuff are so popular. And even the book was so popular, it was very scary. A lot of you say, I don't see why it's so scary because you don't have the cultural reference. It might not be your thing as much anymore, but the spirit of it still exists. Because Scrooge was somebody who was so strong in what he did and was so scary that people weren't going to beat him up and just take his stuff. Right? Like Tiny Tim should have been living in Scrooge's house. And Scrooge should have lived like he was poor. It's the Christmas spirit. Or at least he should have gave his money up so that people could live like him. Right? 
That's that's what they considered the 12 days of Christmas leading up to Christmas and stuff. But Scrooge wasn't having any of that. You see? So when that book is written, Scrooge is a lot scarier for them because of the culture that they're in. Because this dude is so wild and he's so powerful and he's so ferocious that cats are like, we ain't messing with him. <laughs> even right, like even even the young cats that would just usually beat somebody up, they're like, no, you let him let him be. So this is why Scrooge is such a big deal for them in the time frame, right? Uh, we don't read that into the story, but somebody who's there, they interpret that story differently than you would. You see? So and how you doing, Jay Sway? And uh, uh, thanks for being on, everybody. If I miss your name, charge it to my head, not to my heart. Shabbat shalom to everybody, whether you're on the podcast, if you're coming on later on from Facebook, if you're with us on YouTube, if you're with us on TikTok, we appreciate you. Please, man, please, sir, don't forget to search social media for the link tree. Or sorry, not for the link tree. For the, uh, Well, you can do that, too. But for the link for um, the Clapper app, if you don't have it already, I know we're asking you to download yet another app. Some of you got 7,000 apps. But we're trying to make sure that we can actually watch the video in peace. I'll try to have a backup set up for you guys to be able to see the video and everything in a different manner if we need to. But it's just easiest for me to know that we probably won't have to deal with being canceled for just simply doing the watch party, okay? So I just wanted to make sure that we did that. Um, uh, and is it Radapox? Thanks for being part of the community. So... So, yeah. So, um, and thank you for that, um, um, Jay. Appreciate it. And hopefully all is well with you and your family. How you doing, Sister Oslin? Um, I, uh, I was saying earlier, um, we're going to have some information for meetup stuff. I know I'm late on that. I'm supposed to get it to you on Monday. I dropped the ball. Uh, but we'll have some information for you guys for a couple different things. The prison ministry stuff and for everybody who's in the UK, we'll have some information for you guys as well. And we'll have the WhatsApp stuff for you guys too so you guys can start communicating and we can start building up over there the way we need to. And then we're going to have to start focusing on the Caribbean. Now that we got that going, we got to get the Caribbean going. Crazy hover for growth. I'm on. All right. So... So here, so so here we have this, this thing that's going on, with Lupercalia, the spirit, where everything's really reversed and going places. Now, how does that affect even with the Roman Catholic Church? Well, the Roman Catholic Church, remember, Rome, the Western Rome, they still have an empire. It's not just the Roman Catholic Church, but it is the Roman Catholic um, Empire. Remember that, right? There's a reason why. I see a lot of people don't catch this. You don't just bow down to kiss the Pope's ring. That's that's not biblical. You're not going to find it in the Bible where anybody bows down, right, gets on their knees and kisses a ring, right? You're not going to see in Scripture that somebody wears a ring and you bow down. You're not going to see it SOC where anybody's going to come up to Pastor Kofi and they're going to bow down and kiss a ring on my finger. It's not biblical. It's not scriptural. Not at all, right? So when you see this, this is not a... So once again, we also about culture, right? This is not a cultural thing for the Israelite. This is not a cultural thing for the, for the Bible. This is not a cultural thing even in Africa, if you want to go there. This is not a cultural thing um, in the Americas. It's not a cultural thing um, any, in Asia. Right? Even bowing. And how you doing, um, Auntie Marion? Even bowing. Right? Bowing. Or even giving some kind of salute even in Asian culture is different. Right. But the Roman Catholic has you kissing the ring. Why do they have you kissing the ring or kissing the feet or even things like that? Right. But why do they have you kissing the ring? They have you kissing the ring because that's what their kings and that's what emperors of Rome. That's what Caesars. Right. That's what even some people in the Senate in Greece, 
That's what people of Persia, that's what people of Babylon, see where I'm going to the spirit that has continued to go through. That's what that that's that's what those people did. That's of their culture. Right? That's what that's of their culture because that's what their kings did. You must remember that the first pope, there's a lie that says that Peter is the first pope. You've never seen that in scripture, you've never seen that in the Apocrypha. I mean all the scripture. You'll never see that. But Peter is supposedly their first pope, even though Peter is married. And by the way, most of your popes, if you're a Roman Catholic, most of them were married. They just don't talk about it in the open. Most of them were married. Like we have this thing that all of them were uh LGBTQ plus. Most of them were married behind the scenes or had people that would like be their wives and then they get rid of one queen and get the next one. Remember what the word queen means in their culture. It means something different than what you think it means. Right. How you doing, Sister Bree? So, so these, but these popes, the first popes were not, see, we don't, we don't recognize the word pope. It really didn't even exist in the beginning. It became something, but terms like bishop, the first bishop of Rome became the first pope. He was given authority by Justinian, the first bishop of Rome, right? And not, maybe not the first, but the first pope, which you would call the first pope, was actually a bishop of Rome. It's important that you catch that because bishop is not a spiritual title. Somebody wrote that in, right? Like saying papa or something like that, right? Or even pa, which by the way, for people who are comedic, they don't like that term pa. Just letting you know, a lot of people don't know. But anyways, um, but like your papa, right? basically the pope is your father, right? Papa, father, pa, right? Pope, he is the father, right? Matter of fact, when you say, exactly, when you talk about the pope, the pope is the vicar. The vicar he's supposed, is when they started saying that he is literally Christ on earth. But he wasn't called the pope at first. Justinian, right? Just, it, this had been done a few times before, at least tried, but Justinian basically makes it official once again. And... Western, and, and, and from this point, it doesn't go back, basically. Eastern Rome is where he goes, right? Because that's where the money was. Western Rome, he gives it up to the Bishop of Rome. The Bishop of Rome, Bishop is talking about the authority that he had as far as governance, right? A bishop is just saying that you have authority over a group, right? So if you have um, a bishop, right? Bishop Tutu, right? When he was in, you know, when he was, when he was still alive, he had territory in Africa. So he's the bishop. He has to govern what is Roman Catholic. Remember, if you go into a Roman Catholic church or you go into a Roman Catholic school or if you go into any, onto any kind of Roman Catholic um, property, they, you, that's the reason why all types of wild stuff, not just you know, only with the children that they do, all right, but also with the um, murders, lies, thievery, etc., the police are never involved. They're not allowed to go on the Roman Catholic property. If they do, they can come there, they can talk about it and stuff, they can take note, but they cannot do anything. Why? Because it doesn't belong to anybody except Roman Catholics. It is technically part of their country. Right? And if we knew this, this is why we should, if we knew this, we would try our best to separate and have our own land and stuff and make sure it's a loading and make sure that if somebody tried to come on us, that they say, you can't come and do this. Why? Because we are a religious order, even. Right. Or we are a religion that has a religious order and wherever you come on, that's why a lot of people even can find sanctuary. Sometimes, historically speaking, you can find a lot of people who find sanctuary. Right. 
in churches. Sanctuary is a lawful term, right? If I come in, see, we think it's it just coming to the sanctuary and it's just the presence of God and let us praise him and worship him and let us bow down. And, and all those things are great to do in the sanctuary, but sanctuary is saying what? That I have a place to go to where I'm separate from them. So even if you had committed a crime, if you went to the church and you asked for the church right, to allow you to stay, if they did, then you would have what's called sanctuary. They can't mess with you. Right. So when you go to a something that belongs to the Vatican, this is sanctuary. So if they do something to a child, you're not they're not you have to wait for them to do something. If they want to do something, if they want to punish or whatever, they get to do how they please. I'm not saying it's righteous. I'm just telling you what it is. They can do well they please because that's sanctuary. They don't consider it to be what you can say. So you think it's like, oh, somebody messed up in somebody's home. You can go in their home, but you haven't made your home a sanctuary. So since your home's not a sanctuary, Anybody can come up in that piece. Right? I'm just trying to show you how law works, right? So so when you when you deal with this stuff, the Roman Catholic Church, you have the so the bishop is not a person who actually was a spiritual guy. And so he when he became the, the king, in essence, when he became a, a mini Caesar, right? When he became a king of Western Rome, right, then he he was the bishop of Rome. That's actually what your where your Pope uh if you want to talk about people getting Pope status or having that much rule and stuff, that's the first one. And once he becomes the Bishop of Rome, right, then he has power over it now to where the Caesar has already said, you can do whatever you want on that side. It's all yours and we'll work together, but it's all yours. You rule it. So now the Bishop has power. So the first bishops and even your first popes, they didn't really care as much about the spirituality when it came to governing Rome, because remember, Rome is supposed to be a group of people who, even though we had this belief system, everybody in Rome was a Christian and believed the same thing. Not necessarily. Rome realized that wasn't going to be that great. There were a lot of people that were still fighting against them, not just um, the, the Gauls and the Visigoths and the Germans and all these people, but, the, the, but they were dealing with even a lot of Romans who didn't like the fact that they couldn't worship however they wanted. So what do you do? You say everybody can worship however they want. You can still worship your your paganness. You can still worship your your your, your uh, wickedness. And you can still worship your, uh, you know, your Irish this. And you can still have your giant this. And you can still have, the, you, you, right, you can still have your leprechauns over here. And you can still do earth, wind, water, and fire. And then take somebody's soul to make it work here. And you can still sacrifice to this here, right? And we'll allow all of it. Just make sure that you put Jesus on top of it. <laughs> and thank you for the love. And how you doing, Sister Carla? How you doing, Sean James? Appreciate you guys, right? They said, so you can do everything. How you doing, Sonic Love? How you doing, Sister Teresa? How you doing, Bree, if I, if, if, if I missed you? James Smith. So, 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 they, so they said, you can do everything that you want. Just sprinkle some Jesus on it for us real quick, if you don't mind. All right? And when we get to Monday, people are going to be mad. Tomorrow's Q&A. But when we get to Monday, man, people are going to be frustrated. They're going to be mad. You know why? Because when we get to Monday, we're going to talk about the myth of Jesus. And people don't want to talk about that one. But that's real. <laughs> that's a myth within itself I didn't say that I don't believe in the son of the most high but his name ain't Jesus and when you change somebody's name and you change their authority then he becomes mythical that's why you guys talk about Madonna and Christ child not realizing that Madonna is not Mary Madonna existed before they changed it into Mary and Christ child it was Madonna and child who is Madonna do you even know who that is Oh my greatness, they're gonna be mad at me on Monday. But it is what it is. You 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 gotta realize and recognize people have 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 made these myths up. So back to all this stuff. So the Pope, 
right? Because we're focusing on Lent. So the Pope, who's a king of all these different, he's the king of kings. He's supposed to be Christ on earth, remember? So the Pope is dealing with stuff where people in Europe are offering each other. We, we don't talk about that side of things often uh, enough, but the reality is, is they're offering each other. Right, we, we, we forget that before they went looking for violence everywhere else, they were violent amongst themselves. Normandy and France used to be two different places. Now it's all France. England didn't used to belong to those who were French. I know you guys don't know that, but England didn't belong to those who were French um, or those who were from Normandy. But somebody from Normandy who was who now you know is William the Conqueror, but he was originally William the Bastard. What happens? William the Bastard, he saw, see, he, he hears that somebody's um, lost or has passed away over, who was had thrown over there. He acts like he has some kind of connection when they say that we don't accept you. That's what he was looking for. He takes, he builds up a little army, goes across the pond, offs half the people over there that are Anglo and then calls himself Anglo-ish, setting the tables for things later on to where now people who call themselves Americans, even though they off the actual Americans because American by definition means a copper-colored person indigenous to the Americas, but they would come across the pond and do the same thing, just repeating the sins of the fathers, right? <laughs> right? Telling you that Jamaicans are only in one island when people consider people to be Jamaican all the way from, um, you know, up to New York area, which is why you got Jamaica Queens and stuff like that. You got all the way down. They believed that you were Jamaican because you were Negro. It was a word that many people used that was interchangeable. So you had the same kind of mindset that goes on, right? Where people are recognizing this, um, that that people are going on to so the Pope dealing with all this stuff and all these people how they're offing each other and doing all these wild things he says man i'm losing my kingdom my kingdom is falling apart because france belongs to me normandy belongs to me prussia belongs to me russia belongs to me they're all roman catholic england belongs to me everybody at this point they belong to me they check in with me but they can't i can't get them to stop fighting one another they won't listen to me Right? They're, 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 they won't listen to me. They're fighting each other. So this is why eventually down the road you're going to have something called the Crusades. Right? Where the Pope's going to say, hey, stop fighting each other. You see those black and brown people over there? We are the people the Bible talked about. And there's a New Testament. And this New Testament is about our covenant. That Old Testament was about theirs. And when they off the Christ, they changed it. They manipulated it. Even though Romans doesn't say this, right? Paul says that actually you can be grafted in. Paul says that we got to teach those who are coming in. Paul says even though we might be circumcised, we must follow the law and then follow the law of the spirit to make sure that those who are coming in won't come with the law of the flesh, but come with the law of the spirit. And we can't be on this fleshly thing still messing up when we know that we didn't get it right the first time. But the Pope manipulates it and says, what? No, we're the children. And it's about grace and law doesn't matter. They had the Torah. They had the law. And it doesn't matter. And then they begin to take law out of the Bible. They begin to remove books of the Bible. I know you think only about Constantine. They begin to remove books of the Bible then to where they keep it, where people who are educated, Martin Luther had a problem with this, to where people that weren't taught how to read, people weren't taught how to write, and people weren't taught the language that they put the Bible in. So they change it to Latin, they change it to Greek, and then they make sure that they keep, keep this stuff up to keep it separate from people. Right. So so they, they said now the New Testament is for us and we're the New Testament Christian. And they become the some, some of not all of, but some of the people that are talked about in Revelation 2, 9 and Revelation 3, 9. So they so the same kind of mindset you're dealing with Luper Kalia, he's saying, I'm still having an issue with these people who are fighting. Right. Oh, thank you, Sister Carla. Appreciate you. Thank you for that. Right. So he's saying, I'm still having an issue with all these people fighting. 
Yeah, we're going to talk about Ash Wednesday and all that. So he says, I'm still having an issue with all these people who are fighting. How do I take care of this? Once again, today we're talking, the series is called Reverse Mythology. We're reversing these myths, right? We must, if we're going to be pure and righteous. And also we're talking about what? Uh, 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 today specifically, we're talking about the myth of Lent or Lupercalia, right? Which is really where it comes from. All right. So he says, what can I do? Well, we have this thing and we'll... <laughs> uh, we have this thing where everybody uh, well I'm sorry I just kind of talked about that to give you a background excuse me let me hurry let, let me throw this last nugget in there and then we can kind of start just focusing in only on Lent uh, and how it's affected other native places as well and places around the world too so that same mindset that's had to where we'll keep changing stuff up to make sure I can hold power well now you have sexual promiscuity and you have lupercalia and there are certain things that the people haven't given up and they're okay with it. But now it's getting to a point to where people are so raunchy with it and so raucous with it and so wild with it that it's it's getting hard during, you know, February, March, April. It's it's really getting difficult. May to deal with this. And then you have so many children that are born out of wedlock. You know, marriage really isn't what it is. Marriages don't matter as much anymore, you know, and, and, and they realize like like we are starting to see now more and more in our world. They realize and recognize if we're going to really make this stuff work, families have to be strong. I can't have power and there's no families. How you doing, Defante? How you doing, Sister Tawana? Right. So families must be strong. Right. We got to do something about this. We need fathers in place. We need mothers in place. We need children to be obedient. Right. They got to do something. So what can we do? Well, Luper Kalia, once again, everybody doing this wolf like behavior, at least so they think that's what wolves do. Right. And they're doing the very Greco-Roman thing and Babylonian thing and laying down with each other and having these excuse me, very perverted and disgusting, um, decrepit parties and stuff. And even if we be honest, the Pope would have been involved with some of these parties and the, the, the bishops and the cardinals and all these people, they would have been in them as well. So he says, this is what we'll do. Once again, sprinkle some Jesus on it. You guys can do all the stuff that y'all doing, right? But make it a day. Maybe even make it a couple days max. Make it a weekend, whatever. But just make it a day. Right? Eventually it becomes a Tuesday. That's why some of you call it Fat Tuesday. Right? And Carnival is on the same day. Right? These days all around the world where they wild out on that same Tuesday. That's why you call it Tuesday. That's why you call it Fat Tuesday because it's moved to Tuesday. Then Ash Wednesday is just the day after. Right? And they do that because if you just do the math, it's, it's basically going to be about a 40-day period before um, you get to the Mass, right? Their Easter Mass, their Ashtar Mass, their Ishtar Mass. How you doing, Yasper? Right? <laughs> Slap a sticker on it. Exactly, right? So they say we're going to get to a place where we can do our Ishtar Mass or our Easter Mass. How you doing, Sister Deborah? So, so you know, you do Tuesday, then you do Wednesday, and then basically what? You have... So it's it's a little it's a it's let me do the math in my head, right? Yeah. So then you'd have what? Thir Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Okay, yeah. So you had Tuesday in there, yeah. So you have so you have basically you have um you'd have thirty five days. If you go to Fat Tuesday, Tuesday is kicks it off, right? Well, people don't even realize it's counted into forty days. 
right? Do the math. I know they, they be tripping. They'll try to tell you something else. I want to show you something mathematically, okay? 7 times 5 is 35, right? 7 times 5 is 35. We'll touch and agree on that. Somebody will probably try to argue, <laughs> argue that. But let's just, 7 times 5 is 35, all right? So let's just go backwards from Sunday, right? Your Easter, man, so your Easter Sunday, right? So Saturday, Friday, Thursday, um, Wednesday, and Tuesday. 35 plus 5 is 40, okay? We'll touch and agree on that. 35 plus 5 is 40, right? So you have 35 plus 5, which is 40. Yeah, nobody's saying that um, leaders are, are not perfect for sure but if you follow a perfect law then you should have perfect results right but i'm with you i'm not really here to tell everybody why no no we should just dismiss evil right but at the same time yes will i make mistakes sure that's why we have repentance but to keep doing the same evil and then say well everybody is is intrinsically bad i think that that's kind of short but i don't know if that's i don't know if you are here realizing what we're talking about today we're talking about mythology right and lynch is mythology it comes from lupercalia that's that's what we're, we're doing and welcome to you maybe i misunderstood oh you said sorry children do not have to be obedient mistakes are made okay sure so i don't know if you have children but sure so if you if i have a child and i say look both ways before they cross the street they don't have to you're absolutely right there's consequences that come with it right i mean we're doing a really weird thing here you're probably somebody that just doesn't want to be obedient and that's fine <laughs> right I didn't say children should be obedient to foolishness, but you know that's 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 an issue that you have. That that's that very clear. You're of a thing to where somebody's hurt you or harmed you and stuff in the past, and therefore nobody should be trusted. But if that's the case, then why should I be obedient to your words? Why should I be obedient to somebody who says, "Well, then nobody should be obedient"? Where's the line? Where's the morality? What's the moral guideline? So in my culture, we believe it's okay to be obedient to children or be obedient to parents, even sometimes obedient to children for real, for real, but obedient to parents because parents are taught differently than what your parents probably are taught. No, 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 no shade, but also no cat. Right. Um, so, so, so once again, back to what we were talking about, reverse mythology. And hello, how you doing, Mrs. Greer? Praise God for you. So... Um, in dealing with this stuff, in dealing with these items, we're not really seeing correctly. We're not really catching things correctly. We're not really honoring things correctly. And um, what? See, I was trying to finish up where we were going. Oh, so so basically, Lubricalia is put in place. Lint is put in place. It's a forty-day period in which you include Fat Tuesday. Now, why is that so important when we were doing the math? Remember, we, uh, we were doing the math to make sure that we recognize that Tuesday is, is included in it. Well, if Tuesday is included, then it's part of Lent. Did you catch that? If we have to include Tuesday in there to make this mathematically work for 40 days, right? Because Sunday... Through Saturday, that's seven days. Seven times five is thirty-five. If we do the math and we go Saturday, right? If you think if you think that Ash Wednesday kicks it off, well, that's that's short. That's one day short. Saturday, Friday, Thursday, Wednesday, because thirty-five plus four is only what thirty-nine, which means that you have to include what Fat Tuesday. You have to include Carnival. 
That is part of Lent. It is part of Lupercalia. Lupercalia is actually still at the head of Lent. Did you catch that? How you doing, Carol? Thanks for being on. How you doing, Lashandra? Um, how you doing, Sister Kirsten? Right? So, how you doing, Brother Yosef? And if anybody I've missed, please shout it to my head, not to my heart. We appreciate you. So, you've got to count it. So, Lupercalia, Cardinal, Fat Tuesday, etc. It's still at the top. It's still at the beginning. How you doing, Sister Nadine? Um, it's still at the beginning of that holy day or that holy day period. 